Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking with Lo Von Rumpf. He is a celebrity stylist. He has spent years in the industry dressing very famous people, and he is going to come help us because it's so much more than fashion, and I can't wait just to get into it with him. I was on his podcast, the Low Life podcast a few weeks ago, and he's just a lovely person. So I'm really excited to continue our conversation today. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. And it's great that we have him here today, first of all. Right off the bat, you know, we haven't had anyone in the green room in quite a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. The green room, I'm going to say this. And, (laughs) you know, I, I take a lot of pride in the green room. Yes. But it's looking musty. It is. It's looking it's musty. Old dusty. Yeah. Um and I and I think a guy like Lowe might be able to, you know, give it some sense of style. He could help style the room. Yes, he can style the room. <laughs> so he usually the, styles people, but Right. Which is okay, it's, it's a little bit of a stretch, but you know, putting clothing on the green room might be a little weird. Yeah. But all right, it, it, we can do this. We'll let him do his thing. Let him do his thing. Let's see he's in there now. <laughs> And he, and he he is like pulling out jeans. I, I don't know, but yeah, leggings, jeans, all that stuff. We'll okay, just let him let him go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, and the other the other thing is, I feel you know this is an interesting episode to me because okay. I feel that if I wasn't a podcast host and I was never a teacher, right, I might have been a good stylist. And you were like eight different things. Yeah. Yeah. Do you th- yeah. I mean, I would, my true calling was when I was a pizza boy. But other than that, could I have been a stylist? You know, you're, I, I'll give you this. You're like the negative stylist. Okay. So when us, you know, me and the kids, we go out and we have to try on different outfits or whatever. You're like, no, no. Well, yeah. No, it doesn't work. You know, <laughs> but you're right. You're always right. Well, this is the thing. I'm, okay. <laughs> if you ask me to put an outfit together yeah. for, for someone else other than myself, mm-hmm. I can't do it. Right. That I can't. I know I can't do that. But I can tell you what looks bad. I am really good. And yeah. you know, giving an honest red opinion. Yeah, and I you're, guess. you're not afraid of hurting someone's feelings. Like you don't right. say it rudely. You're mm-hmm. just like, no, that doesn't flatter you. Exactly. And then, like, so you know, it depends what kind of mood I'm in. Like, why doesn't it flatter me? Exactly. And you're like, you know, I'm not falling for that trap. It just doesn't flatter you. You know, right. like that. <laughs> but no, you're good. You're honest. Is my point. Yeah. So you're so, not just going to say something to get out of the store. Right. <laughs> typically, you know, typically <laughs> I am the indigo whisperer, but I can see where a couple of blues and indigos might not like my style. You know, them just telling them straight out, no, that doesn't your, work. Your honest, direct but, approach. But here's the thing. I know, like, it doesn't work. Right. I can just, like, no. I don't know why I know. Yeah. But I know. It's like, just a gift you have. It, yeah. Wow. It's like, you know, because we always watch, <laughs> you always say that we're the only people that watch the local news. It's true. And, oh, that's true. That's yeah. True. And, like, if the weather girl has on an outfit, I'm like, nope. Uh, we're that's we're not local work. news yeah. aficionados. Yeah. Yeah. You, we, yes. Yeah, but I couldn't put out together a good outfit for that person. Right. So, but okay, so that that's my gift. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. It's good to inform people your other gifts and talents. Yeah. <laughs> your side hustles. My side hustle. The negative stylist. stylist. I'll be, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even know what a stylist was until we had this episode. Right. Yeah. It's, a, it's, and he, I'm going to have Lo explain that because it's fascinating yeah. to me. It's I a thought, whole I, business. I truly thought it was like my hair, like you style my hair. I, I, know. Did, I had no idea. Well, I know. I didn't know that even that existed. It does. Yeah. I mean, because my style now is basically I just wear a Know Your Aura shirt. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because all you wear are our podcast t-shirts, which is great. You wear podcast merch. Yep. I got the hoodies. I got the long <laughs> knowyouraura.com. I got the hoodies. I got the, <laughs> the long sleeves. I got the short sleeves. Yeah. I got the workout shirts. But you do. And you yeah. love, like, people 
walk right up to you you're like a billboard so people are always like yeah. what's your aura like know your aura like what's that like what's my aura like yeah. people it's a conversation starter and you it is. live for it now, i love it i love wearing our podcast merch too bed to bed <laughs> no i do wear it out because i like the hoodies and stuff yeah, like yeah. that um people don't ask me they only ask you i think it's like you have the vibe that accompanies yeah. the questions i'm more like this yeah, hoodie makes me invisible it is true because like you could be wearing the shirt too yeah nobody asks but yet me. they will come to me although the manifest sweatshirts that we have yes. people have been coming up yeah, to you collections like, we did a collab with the light yeah Define collections on these manifest sweatshirts and yeah, those are, people have been coming oh, up yeah, to you which it. and i'm like ha ha because like you know i know you don't want them to come up to you well, i'm shy <laughs> i'm so shy yeah i'm so shy but anyway all right <laughs> All right, so he, while Lowe's in the green room, I do have to mention this before we, we have a couple um, ads to do. Okay, we are going to bring back the scavenger hunt. So huge. I believe it was 2020, we had the KYA, the Great KYA Scavenger Hunt. Mm, that's what it's called now. Yeah, it's called the Great KYA Scavenger Hunt. <laughs> it wasn't called hunt. it then, but it was, yeah. Yeah, no, it was called the Medium. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, what we're doing, we asked the Mystic McCallus Spiritual Family on Facebook. So if you're if you're part of the group, you know this. Uh, to make a donation. You know, if you have a small business and you want to promote that, you know, you make crystals, candles, we got all these kind of things. We, we're asking you if you would like to participate. Uh, if you don't have a small business and you just feel like giving, you know, we have you know, we want to give a gift card, you just wanna some people actually don't have a business, but they are supporting small businesses that they go to oh, by donating, awesome. like pick something from that store that yeah. I love to shop at. And we can put like the websites up and things like that, which is nice. Yeah. So the great KYA scavenger hunt in 2020 had, I think we had about 25 prizes to mm -hmm. give out. We're going to give out some prizes ourselves as, yeah. as well. Uh, now we're already up to like 30, 35 prizes. That's we already awesome. have more. We just started. Yeah. We're still going to be collecting. Hopefully this episode will come out in time. Where if you st if you want to donate, you can. And then what we're going to do, not this episode, but the next episode, we're going to ask the questions. So I yeah, think next week. Next week, we're going to go with like five questions mm -hmm. where you have to go back to the different podcast episodes and try to find the answers. And then you'll put your answers in the uh, Facebook group. Yes. And then we'll just randomly select the winners or if, if we have more than, let's say, 30. And it's not a race. Winners. Not and a race. Everyone It'll can be play. Everyone all can play. you have to do is just be a part of our Facebook group, the Mystic Michaela yeah. Spiritual Facebook. That's it. Yeah. That's all you have to do. And, and if, listen yeah. to next week's episode and you're good to go. It's a lot of fun and it brings us together and creates yeah. community and people make a lot of connections. I remember two years ago when we did this, people made connections with each other. So they got to know each other's small businesses and whatnot. It was it was cute. Yeah. And actually, this is how we met Heather, who does our yes, paintings or right. our paintings. Yes. Our aura paintings you know, together. I saw she donated a painting. Mm -hmm. I was like blown away by it. Yeah. I said, "Hey, could you do this for for auras?" Yeah. And she said, "Of course, yeah, let's do it." And yeah. people people love those. So you never know what can come out of it. It's definitely to build the community. It's a lot of fun. If you again, if you don't want to play, you don't have to. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. All right. So we'll we'll do a couple of ads, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about how your personal style can be an assistant to your aura. Hey, Scotty. Why are you so sad? Why are you so down right now? Yeah, you know, it's this, this Mendel bomb party that we have. I've been talking about it for weeks. And yeah. I don't shut up about it. Uh, I, I, I just don't know what to bring. I really want to, you know, make a splash. I want to be a crowd pleaser. Yeah, well, the obvious choice is Milk Bar. Yes! Milk 
bar. Okay. James Beard, award-winning celebrity chef Christina Tossi, opened the first milk bar bakery in 2008 in New York City, and she's been shaking up the dessert scene ever since with her unique spin on iconic flavors. And now you can ship milk bars desserts nationwide. Milk bar is the perfect gift for anyone and everyone in your life this holiday season. For a limited time, Milk Bar is offering their delicious new chocolate mint chip cake and truffles and peppermint bark snap cookies just in time for the holidays. Also, get your hands on their limited quantity of lab drops, including peppermint tie-dye pie, made in limited batches straight from their experimental kitchen, or opt for the classic Milk Bar pie, the famous cult favorite holiday treat made from toasted oat crust with a gooey butter filling. Every milk bar creation is made fresh, then thoughtfully and beautifully packaged so it arrives in perfect condition, ready to enjoy. It's never too early to plan ahead. Place an order today to schedule your treats to be delivered right before the holidays. All their treats are fridge and freezer ready, so you can skip the stress of holiday shipping and get your desserts now. But if you waited last minute and need dessert stat, they also offer fast than overnight nationwide delivery. So there, there you go, Scout. We'll just freeze our milk bar pies for the parties. Sounds good to me. Right now, Milk Bar has a special limited time offer. Get $15 off any order of 80 or more when you go to milkbarstore.com slash KYA. You'll get 15 bucks off an order of 80 by going to milkbarstore.com slash KYA. Milkbarstore.com slash KYA. Hey, Scotty. Hey, bro. Hey, man. Hey, dude. <laughs> Why are you so chill and happy now? Dude, I just figured out what I'm bringing to the Mendel Bombs Hanukkah slash Christmas party. What's that? I'm bringing dad grass. You know, it takes the edge off and helps me enjoy the season. <laughs> well, dad grass is legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind, just like Scott. There are 100% <laughs> organic pre-rolled joints, tinctures, and gummies are very low in THC and high in CBD, so you can enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. And now they offer a variety of products so you can toke or dose just the way you like, from their CBD tincture drops to their newly launched CBD gummies and flavors like classic blackberry ginger good time hibiscus lime and nighttime midnight berry you can chill out without getting stoned and dadgrass didn't forget your furry friends they also just released cbd dog bones so everyone in the house can enjoy all dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over and it ships right to your door anywhere in the u.s right now dadgrass is offering our listeners 20 percent off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash kya go to dadgrass.com slash kya for 20 percent off your first order that's dadgrass.com slash kya hey scotty hey guys all right so low is still in the green room he needs a little bit more time he's bringing out the 2023 winter collection i think he is starting to dress the couch and the armchair in the, in the green room. So we'll give him a little time. All right. So we asked the Mystic Michaela spiritual family this question uh, as a post in the group. We said, what's your fashion sense? What's your fashion sense slash style and aura color? How do you feel your aura connects to your style? Either your daily go-to outfits or your special looks. Okay. So again, what is your fashion sense slash style aura color? Yeah, I was really interested in this because I personally get very overwhelmed. But that's, I'm an indigo, so everything's just, I, there's a lot of choices, and then I kind of shut down, and then I just go to leggings, you know what I mean? So I want to see, like, how do other aura colors 
deal with that. And, you know, aside from some people that kind of had their style figured out, I think most of, most people had the same experience <laughs> so, as I do. So I'm really excited Lo is coming to talk to us because he's going to help us figure out through that. Would you say like every color – would you say – okay, how do I put this? Would you say more different colors might have a harder time with that or more difficult time? Like maybe a red would yeah. know it better than a – indigo or a blue or yeah. what do you think? Yeah. Okay. This is what I think about personal style and okay. auras in general. All right. So basically your personal style is something that is an assistant to your vibe. So you have to, if you think about it that way, instead of, Oh, I'm trying to look special or, Oh, I'm trying to stand out or, Oh, I'm trying. It's like, it can help you. And that's what I'm learning. All right. So if you think about your personal style as what greets people before you ever say one word, then you have a little bit more control over how people take that impression of you. So you can take it if you're working in a certain situation or you're going out or you're with friends or you're something, what do I want to communicate to other people without even saying a word? And how, how can I make that authentically about me? So the number one thing that is incorrect about auras and style, it's not like red people like red and purple people like to purple. It's how you're going to go about doing that. And then each aura color is definitely going to have kind of their own general direction but the problem is a lot of us just get very overwhelmed with choices right. and budgets and we get attached to certain looks or whatever, or we have our own insecurities within ourselves, uh, or we just don't have time. So that's, that's why I wanted to bring low on to help us sift through all that. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. So if I was trying to figure out someone's aura mm-hmm. just based on their dress, I would think I could probably do that. Yeah. I think, that, but there might be a problem there. So, so let's say I, you know I see someone, and you know I'm out at a, at a bar or whatever. You know, you know I do yeah, that a you lot. Know, you know, you're at bars. <laughs> you at a bar yeah. all the time. <laughs> With my know your aura shirt on, people are coming up to me. I'm the life of the party. Oh yeah. You know, everyone knows I'm a huge influencer. Um, <laughs> International sex symbol, all these things. Yeah. And, they, and they know that. They know that when they see me, that's yeah. the aura that's, that's I give the off. the vibe you give right. off with your Know Your Aura t-shirt. Right. So if I, you know, <laughs> if I'm at this, this bar right. and I see someone like maybe dressing flashy, you know, I don't know, a lot of flair to them or whatever. I might, mm-hmm. you know, my first impression might be purple, let's say. Right. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm right about that or not, but I would think, oh, maybe they're purple. I'm not going to say, I would, I probably wouldn't think they were blue. Right. Is that... Yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like you can, even if people aren't trying to exhibit their style, yeah. their, their, through their aura color through their style, they're still doing it. Okay. You know? So like, for example, purple people, purple people purple. might be, um, pairing kind of like an old concert tee that they absolutely love from right. 20 years ago with kind of like a cute blazer or something and like nice jeans, you know? So just, it's just something to get people like, Hey, what's that? Oh my God. Awesome. You know, I went to that concert too, or something, you know, get illicit emotion from people. You right. can kind of tell purples too. Maybe they have a more eccentric, you know, piercings or they got something going on with their hair. Right. Like, there's just something a little different about them because they don't mind standing out a little bit. Okay. Whereas blue people, they might be the ones kind of wearing a more demure look, you know, neutral tones. They're kind of dressing for comfort. They don't stand out a whole lot because blues don't like to stand out. So they're not going to choose clothing that's really going to call people's attention to them. But what if you wanted to change that? You know, like what if you wanted to do something different today? What if you wanted what if you did need attention to you? This is something that can help you 
think about it mindfully and make different choices in, yeah. in your style. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. You also could probably find a lot of, you know how you say you wear a color or have an inauthentic color? Yeah. So you could probably find that too. Cause like, let's say, let's say you have a purple and they have like, you know, let's say they have a job in a doctor's office or something and they have to wear, you know, a uniform Yeah. and you know, (laughs) you know, I don't know if they would have this job, but then they're wearing like this uniform and they're purple, but yet you look at them and like, oh, you look like a yellow blue here. But maybe, no, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. This yeah. is kind of like in that Sandra Bullock movie, Miss Congeniality, like when she's dressed up, she's like an FBI agent, but then they dress her up like a beauty queen. Yeah, she, she exactly. Like, yeah, she's yeah, walking yeah. out yeah. down the runway and right. like, oh my God, and then she just falls. Right. That's how that, I feel. Exactly. Like that. Or that's how I feel when I wear high heels. Yeah. Like, like if I'm standing, I'm good. If I start walking, everyone's like, ugh. And it's like my inauthentic aura showing. You know okay, I mean? yeah. It's just like, mm, not quite right like, it doesn't work on you right so you but i can tell you were going for something here you know? and that's so sad when you see uh, someone going for something yeah. and quite hit it because you know you've been there too which is why i live my life in flats you know so it's just yes the inauthentic auras can yeah. pop out too or when your friends dress you up yeah and drag you out and you're like oh okay you're wearing too much makeup Aww. or something so that, that blues at the bar <laughs> They're dressing like, you know, all they want to be doing is, yeah, and you know, because, you know, because we're good at, you know, you're fantastic at it and I'm okay at it. We know that they just want to be home in their, you know, sweatpants and watching Netflix with their cat. Right. But yet they're all dolled up and that's, you know, that they're working. Their friend like tried to help them and it didn't quite, it doesn't look right on them or something. So yeah, yeah, you can tell when people are wearing something that doesn't quite fit them and you can't, you can't, I don't think you can use your personal style as some sort of halloween costume you know what i mean like like all right you know i'm indigo purple right i want to be more confrontational i'm not i don't know if i put on a power suit right and you know business i don't i'm not going to turn into a red aura you know like it's just not gonna it's not gonna it's actually gonna be sad okay and let's fit the greens in here too so maybe you're you're dating a green guy yes and you know he's gonna take you out of date in the woods and you're going to hiking up a mountain and then you're going to go like a purple might or a pink might buy all the accessories to look yeah. like she's a hiker or he's a hiker or whatever. Yeah. And that, that could be weird too, right? I had a yellow or a friend she was dating this, like just, you just described the guy she was dating. He was, yeah. like, he was actually green purple and he loved to live in the woods for like days and take pictures and stuff like that. So she's like, and he brought his big furry weird dog with him and they actually slept in a tent and she's yellow and purple. And she's like, okay. So she bought all these like cute outfits and these little hiking boots and everything kind of matched. And it was streamlined and it was new and it was cute and all that. And she like, after she's like the dog, like slobbered all over my new, whatever they're, you know, she had name brand stuff, my new, whatever <laughs> shoes. And it like, everything got dirty and I, I didn't even get a chance to wear this because it wasn't practical and it was too cold for that so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's just sometimes our personal styles don't match when you're trying to or be we think, like she was trying to be yeah. green and try to honestly, be honestly like uh, that you can't it's not gonna work for all me. right so so a lot of this funny. is a recipe for disaster you know that and, <laughs> and that's why we have people like low yeah and myself you know okay. like to help you <laughs> like <laughs> and that's what i'm so excited talking to low because on his podcast a few weeks ago i mean just he blew my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is, this is so much more. Okay. All right. <laughs> so let me ask one last question before okay. we break. Uh, so as we, we know, I've just been wearing Know Your Aura clothing as a red. Yeah. How, just as a red, just again, this is just for me. Of course, it's about me. I always say that. How, <laughs> how should a red 
be dressing. Yeah, we you can know, do this for every order. Yeah, we'll just, just do red. Just red. Yeah. I mean, here's my take on red personal style people. Like, I feel like reds like to draw attention to places on themselves where they're comfortable receiving it. So okay. you wearing the logo to okay. the podcast, that's exactly what you want people to do. That like, makes you sense. want people to come talk to you about it. You want to like, hey, leave a review. Like that's just you. Like that's what yeah. you want to do. Okay. If you if you're a red aura and you work in real estate, for example, like you're gonna dress a certain way. You're gonna have your uh you know logo on the side of your car. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna do something that draws people's attention to that, you know, oh, I have confidence in you. You look really put together. You look really sharp. You know, right. red people like to look sharp. They like to exude a lot of confidence because they want to control a situation. So everything they do in their personal style elicits the response from people to be like, wow, I, you look sharp. I trust you all subconsciously so that mm-hmm. they get the upper hand immediately and just can start playing leader. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, I don't, I mean, maybe I used to, in the past, I used to dress, when I was teaching, I didn't wear my New York shirts. You know, I dressed pretty nice, you know, nice shirt. You always tie. Sharp. Yeah, very, yeah, always sharp looking. Always, you know, my stuff's like dry cleaned and ironed and yes. everything. But now I just wear the shirts, you know, I got them. And I don't just wear red. I have all the colors. I have every single color. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I, I don't think I've changed in that mm-hmm. fact because I'm I'm just, I'm still trying to control the count, whatever the narrative. Yeah, no of, matter you how know, much you complained about teaching, yeah. every day when you went, you look like a million bucks. You, yeah. look, you were best dressed teacher every yeah. day. You never had slacker outfit days. No, and I don't feel like red people are like that. They always no. look I, good. Yeah, I always used to go for like the power colors. Even even teaching, I had to like wear the red tie with the, like a blue shirt, like a sharp blue shirt. Or, yeah, you know. All right, all right. We got a couple couple ads, and then when we come back, we have low. If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know how obsessed I am with Osea skincare. So much so that this is the gift I give to many people in my life during the holiday seasons. It is so hard to find the perfect gift, but you know what? Universally crowd-pleasing clean skincare and body care gift sets are the way to go from Osea. Osea is a California-based skincare and body care brand that's been making clean, vegan, and cruelty-free skincare products for over 25 years. They use seaweed as their hero ingredient because it's nutrient-rich superfood with endless benefits, including anti-aging and moisturization. Osea products are clinically proven to work, and they're climate-neutral certified. So they're amazing gifts for everyone on your gift. I actually gave this uh, a gift set to my mom last year, and now she's hooked on Osea products too. They just make your skin feel amazing. And I really connect with Osea's mission of clean seaweed-based skincare and their body care products. The bestseller minis collection is the perfect gift option for really anyone in your life because it's a little bit of everything. And you'll introduce people to products that they didn't even know existed (laughs) that are life changers. Um, So it's truly the perfect gift, but it's only available for a limited time. It's a six-piece set of luxurious skincare and body care favorites and convenient and adorable little travel size for a complete glow up from head to toe. Three of their best-selling face products, the Ocean Cleanser, their Hyaluronic Sea Serum, and their Seabiotic Water Cream, and three best-selling moisturizers, including the TikTok famous Andaria LJ Body Oil. And it's packaged in this beautiful box. It's like so easy to gift wrap, but with packaging this pretty, you can you can just skip the wrapping altogether. All of Osea's products are clean, clinically proven, and consumer tested. They are the perfect addition to your winter skincare and body care routine. So for a gift that will 
will impress. Check out Osea's bestseller minis collection right now. Our listeners get 10% off your first order with promo code KYA at OseaMalibu.com. You'll even get free samples with every order and orders over $50 get free shipping. That's 10% off at Osea, O-S-E-A, Malibu.com, promo code KYA. Do I like to get my Christmas shopping early? I sure do. And I am giving the gift of healthy hair. My teenage daughter already put way products on her Christmas list. So I already know exactly what I'm getting her. But you know, the holidays, they're right around the corner. Don't let, be left unprepared for this season. Way has everything you need to keep your health, hair healthy and looking great all winter long. Plus they've got amazing gift sets that everyone on your list will love. You know, it makes a perfect holiday gift because their best-selling leave-in conditioner and their detox shampoos are basically game-changing. Uh, the leave-in conditioners helps with frizz, tangles, flyaways. I use it on my girls' hair and my own hair. It ha- all hair types it's safe for. It protects your hair from heat up to 450 degrees, and it's color-safe and cruelty-free. Now, their detox shampoo is this concentrated shampoo that cleanses all that product buildup and hard water deposits and dirt and oil and all sorts of stuff. It's made with apple cider vinegar. It's free of sulfates and parabens, and it's safe for all hair types, including color-treated or keratin-treated hair and Brazilian blowouts. And let me just tell you, when you use it, you just feel clean. Like your hair is so soft. I mean, for me, it's like, I feel like a million bucks after I use it. And with the Way Better Together kit, you can get the full-size leave-in conditioner and a full-size detox shampoo for just $40. This is perfect for gifting, like I'm going to do to my daughter, or trying the best of Way for yourself. Can't get enough? There's also the three-way kit, because let's face it, three ways are better than one. This kit features best-selling travel size, detox shampoo, leave-in conditioner, and wave spray to treat, hydrate, and style your hair. So discover all the ways to share joy this holiday season. Go to the way T H E O U A I dot com slash aura to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T H E O U A I dot com slash aura. Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. We have with us today entrepreneur, stylist, and image architect Lo Von Rumpf, who transforms celebs into fashion icons. So we hope you can help us today through <laughs> Lowe's Los Angeles-based styling and consulting company, LVR Style. He consults, he public speaks, and he lends his expertise as a celebrity stylist and contributing fashion editor to national publications such as People Magazine, GQ, People Style Watch, Bello, and L. And with over a decade of experience in this industry, Lowe expanded his company to launch the Low Life Podcast which I was on a few weeks ago. It was such an awesome experience. And honestly, you feel like when you're over there, you're just listening to your friend Lo and you're like chatting with him. Hey, Lo, thank you so much for being Hello. here. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of you, your podcast, everything Mystic Michaela. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Drunk <laughs> yeah. on it, baby. Drink the Aura Kool-Aid. Thank you. Yeah. So I was on your podcast a few weeks ago and it was so much fun. And we introduced you to Auras. <laughs> so... 
I oh, always... I'm obsessed now. Oh, You've created a monster. Okay, I'm looking at good. everyone. I'm like, oh, there's a pink person over there. Oh, yeah. Her aura is pink. Oh, there's green. I see a little Jeffrey Dahmer vibe. There's someone green <laughs> over there. Oh, I can't stop. I, I'm like, it's... It's a going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> it is. You you can do a lot with it. Um, that's true. And do you, I oh okay. So when I started this podcast, low, I this is such a stupid thing, but I'm just sticking with it, and I'm not going to let it go. I was like, anytime I have a guest, I'm going to ask them, "Do you know your aura?" And I just, it's stupid and it's weird, but I do it anyway. So do you know your aura? Do you remember? Absolutely do. Yes, I am an indigo purple with a splash of yellow. I'm a tri-color aura, yes, right? that's so true. When I see you, I see such indigo vibes though, you know, like... I'm trying to embrace... <laughs> I literally went and bought this shirt for this interview thinking, oh, just in case it is filmed, I got to just really incorporate my aura color in here. So there's blue, there's indigo, and there's a lot of purple happening. Yeah, here. that's what it looks like. And it's kind of like sparkly. Like I would take all those sparkles out and put yellow in them and that's you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so yes, because of you, I do know my aura color, which I'm so happy that ended up being the color because it's actually go figure. I love purple is my favorite color, and I love like those indigo tones. It's yeah, most of my colors that I gravitate towards wardrobe wise happen to be in that palette. So oh, that's great. Really cool. When <laughs> I, after I mine was is on... yellow. What's up? <laughs> I don't wear yellow though. Yeah, I yellow, look jaundiced. And that's funny because like yeah, that's funny though because like. Yellow for you, I and we talked about this on your podcast episodes. People have to go listen over there. But like when you were a kid, I feel like it was something that was ingrained upon you from mom or something. I remember that. So it could be one of those yes. ones that hang out, but it's a part of you now. And you probably use it for your business all the time. You probably use Absolutely. it Absolutely. It's the only structure that I have is that little <laughs> splash of yellow. Otherwise, I'm a mess. I'm all over the place. You know, I'm constantly yeah. new ideas, new, latest, greatest. So I got to just reel it in. Yeah, I need a splashy yellow. yellow. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have to tell us, I mean, okay, so stylist. Okay. what? How, mm -hmm. I know this is basic, but I, when I started listening to your podcast, you explained it a couple of times. Like this is, and I was, whoa, like there's a whole world that I wasn't aware of. What is oh, this? Can you explain what you do? This underground world of styling. Well, now the, the velvet curtains have been lifted a bit because there are some shows now. I mean, it started with Rachel Zoe. The Rachel Zoe project was a really good glimpse into the world of styling and fashion. It was just a dramatized version, though. Over the top, Rachel Zoe was being like, that's bananas. And just, it was so, I mean, for great TV, you got to make it super dramatic. But it's really nice now that uh, people are getting familiarized with the world of styling and these, these celebrities and people in the entertainment industry that look so polished and have their shit together and have these really beautiful, fashionable looks, there's a whole team of people getting them ready for these events. Even something as simple as going to get an iced coffee. And it's, I mean, a styled event for me. Like, I literally have clients that I style just for running errands because they're going to have paparazzi shots. By the way, a lot of those shots are usually staged. And so they're planned. The paparazzi knows they're going. It's worked out with the oh management team. I'm getting paid. They're getting paid. Everybody makes money off of it. See, that and fascinates so these, me. That is and, That fascinates me. And these looks, you know, and sometimes I'll have a client. She's like, okay, I'm doing a brand deal with Old Navy. And so I have to wear something Old Navy. So we'll incorporate that into the look because I just did a however much money they're making off the brand. Uh, and then put one of those pieces with some other more elevated pieces at a higher price point or something like that. Mix and match. And so we'll have a beautiful curated look for a five-minute going to grab Starbucks coffee shot or leaving a market whole foods or something and so from red carpet to normal life to press junkets 
their stylists that are handling everything, which I mean, if you think about it, like we're all so busy in life, no matter what your career is. And so if you're doing something where you are in the public spotlight or, you know, you want to have fresh outfits and keep it fun and um, it's nice to have someone to kind of organize all of that for you. And that's where I come in. And I say image architect uh, because I'm curating looks based on someone's personality, uh, the type of roles that they want to get, uh, direction they want to go in their career, how I would dress someone who has public speaking engagements and my entrepreneurs, my business owners, my self-made millionaire type clients, as opposed to an actress who just starred in a rom-com. It's a very different type of style. And so I have to take that into consideration. And so it's been fun because you get to play. I, I don't have one specific type of client. I don't work with only women. I work with men and women and hell, even animals. Oh, really? My favorite client, my number one client who I just love. Shout out to Doug the Pug. Oh, yes. What? How do you he has style a like a bow tie so it's, or like what? Oh, we did a full-blown Versace tuxedo for Stop Doug the Pug. It. He was nominated for a People's Choice Award. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little Doug the Pug. By that the way, awesome. my favorite animal on this planet, besides orca whales, but a land mammal, is a pug. I have a, I had a pug who passed away. Uh, but, you know, when I did have my little dookie was his name, uh, I posted about him all the time. And Doug the Pug it slid into my DMs. And this little pug has like over... 3.5 million followers. He's an institution. He's a little household name. And I had followed him for a long time. I, I crack up because he would post videos that were so funny. And I'm like, how the hell do they get this dog to look like he's in a kitchen cooking tacos? Or like he'll he'll be set up in these little situations that are so freaking cute. It'll just melt your heart. So anyway, he slid into my DMs. And it was his actual, his mom, Leslie, who's a good of friend course, of mine right. now. And, <laughs> right. uh, and was like, I'd, I'd love for you to style me for the People's Choice Awards. I'm going to be on the carpet with Ryan Seacrest, which makes sense because a lot of like Ellen Show or Ryan Seacrest, or, they'll hire Doug the Pug to work the carpet because if you want celebrities to stop for you on the red carpet, they're more apt to stop for a really adorable pug in a cute tuxedo as opposed to some random celebrity co-host. That and makes so, so much sense. It's great because you'll land more interviews and that's yeah. exactly what happens. And so anyway, I've styled him for a couple events and had custom outfits made for him. And so oh it keeps my, I never thought in a million years that I would be having to get a Versace tuxedo made for a little pug or a Louis Vuitton vest <laughs> or something, but we did it. We made it happen. And it was so cute. I was like, all right, I could die a happy man because this is cross off the bucket list. I got to style a famous pug. This is what my life has come to. That's and amazing. So that's like, I feel like you manifested that. And I feel, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> I say this all the time. If I, I wasn't an aura reader, like, you know, when you step out, you have to do something. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I really like auras. I'll, I'll step. That'll be my aura foot. That's like the foot I stepped out on when I did this. But pets, like I love reading animals. Like if I wasn't doing this, I'd be like Mystic Michaela, the cat psychic or something. Like I love. Oh, I didn't realize you can do that with, I guess animals have their own aura color too. I didn't even think about that. You know, that. they don't, but they talk. Like the way that they talk is like fascinating to me. But anyways, it's like, I don't even, but it, it's probably like for you styling Doug the pug. It's like, it's just so fun. You know, is there's just something yeah. about animals? Obviously we all get it, but it's like a dream come true. So I think that's so fun, but you totally oh, yeah. manifested that. That is so cool. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Manifested that one, had it on the dream board. And also when it comes to all my clients, it's a pretty diverse uh, mixture of, of people. I have people in, you know, uh, the entertainment world, rap artists, R&B, country music stars, Actors, actresses, 
plastic surgeons, private clients, entrepreneurs. Like I, it's a mixture, but I love it because yeah. it, it really diversifies and keeps it fun for me. So I never get bored. That's the one I don't want to get bored. And so yeah. that keeps me, you know, excited and, and, and the creativity gets to flow out with all my different clients. How, okay. So you, and I saw like a list of everyone that you've worked with. It's been like, absolutely like everybody. It's absolutely amazing. You know, indigo to, you know, your indigo, your purple, um, sometimes indigos can get a little stuck in themselves or whatever, but you know, how, how do you balance that? Cause to, okay. So I guess my question is to be a stylist, you probably have to tell people what's up, you know, you have to be like, no, yeah. Yeah, how do you do that in a way that doesn't like trigger them or something? Yeah. Well, and also I'm working in an industry where, you know, and specifically with fashion world, people are coming to me, they're undressing. So I'm seeing my clients sure. very vulnerable. Yeah. They're literally getting naked most of the time or just in their underwear. Yeah. Uh, some of them have body dysmorphia. All of them, I'd say, struggle with insecurities, no matter what, like male, female, doesn't matter. By the way, just for somebody listening right now, because you'll look at some of these people and be like, oh my God, like they're perfect or they have it all together. And and even the person, I've worked with some of the most beautiful people on the planet, really, though, and they're rich and they're famous and and they, too, are really struggling and hate parts of themselves or really hard on themselves. And so there's a lot of psychology and having to make someone feel very safe and comfortable in that space. And that's a big part of my job is making sure they feel above all else, very comfortable and confident. So for me, it's like a big transformational process. That's what really does it for me in regards to styling. I could give a shit about the brands. Like, sure, I love designers. I love clothes. It's fun. That's great. But seeing someone light up and feel confident, you know, when they've been struggling with self-esteem or I had one client and she just had a baby and this was her first big red carpet (laughs) after having a kid. And she's like, oh my God, I'm literally breastfeeding right now. I do not want to put on a dress. Like, and she's known as like a bombshell. And like, that's kind of been her thing is like playing like the hot girl. And so I was like, you're still super hot. And yes, let's, and we can go in a different direction. We can have fun with some clothes, but it was fun to see her play dress up with me. And for the first time, and it'd been like over a year since she had done something where she was going out um, because she was pregnant and gave birth and all that. And so anyway, seeing her light up and feel confident and in her own skin and just feel absolutely beautiful. And if I could play even 1% part in that, it is so rewarding. And so I, promise myself when I go into a fitting and I'm having to tell someone, oh, this doesn't work or that doesn't work. I'm coming from such a place of just wanting the best for them. I don't have an ego involved. I didn't design half this shit. This is all stuff that I'm just picking. So there's nothing personal there. Like, let's just try it on. And and sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it doesn't. But I have so, I, I, I'm an over-prepare her. Oh, how do I say that? An over-prepare her. Yeah. Yeah. I over-prepare for everything, and so I will, and it's a psychological process, and so if I'm styling you, for example, I'm going to go in with a really strong, comfortable base for you to start off with. So if you're more of a dress person, and I know you love a fit and flare type of outfit, skirt, silhouette, let's do something in your wheelhouse. Then let's, the next outfit will be something a little different, just to take you out of your comfort zone. Next one is going to be something that I personally love, and then the last one will be the home run. And so... That's kind of where I like to do it on the, that's the the route of the fitting, how I have people try clothes on. Um, and so far it's, it's worked. I mean, 10 years in. Yeah. Oh my God. I got <laughs> so emotional. Not taking it personal. No, I got emotional yeah. when you were talking about that. Cause I feel that connection. That's your, you're so indigo. Like I feel that connection, like you make people feel safe and seen yeah. and validated. And 
Yeah. Cause I, it's yeah. so much more than clothes. It's mm. so much more than that. I know it's like the fashion that feels like, Ooh, glamorous, but like oh, I'm over here steaming my ass off and, and working hard and like with garment bags and stuff. But like the actual fitting itself, if you connect with somebody and they feel safe and feel like you just have their best interest at heart, I'm not trying to make them look like something they're not. Uh, well, then they feel comfortable with you and it doesn't feel contentious or there's no weird vibe or doesn't come to a head where it gets uncomfortable. Like it can for other stylists yeah. who have a bit of ego involved or mm-hmm. they take things a little too personal or mm-hmm. they may have, the, you know, I have this blue dress that I'm like, oh my God, Michaela, you have to try this on. Well, you might not love that color right now, but I really want you to wear it. And so that's where sometimes I have to like check my ego at the door and be like, well, it's about what you want. Right. And so, yeah. And also respecting like my creative input, but at the end of the day, you're the one wearing it, you know, (laughs) like the client has to feel good. I'm sure you do. I'm sure they, you develop really close connections with your clients. One of them is Caitlin Bristow. <laughs> like I, that's how we met. Yeah, I know, that's how we met. And I was on her podcast a long time ago and, and you guys are real close friends. And I have to say like your Halloween <laughs> real episodes with her and Jason made oh, my life. I've never, I was like, cause if you, you guys all have to go back and watch Caitlin's Halloween, I think they're reels or something. They're so funny. But yeah, you we like, posted but... on reels and, and uh, I <laughs> and did, did actual too. posts too. Yeah, you, okay, yeah. you can look at yours too. And I'm like, who's that door? Like who? Oh my gosh. It's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a lot. You have to go watch. I flew to Nashville and uh, we we were stuck. I, I love, oh my God, my little Canadian maple delight. Caitlin Bristow is so close to my heart. She's, She's so family at this kind. point. Like, yeah. Yeah, she's such a good person. And when she was filming Dancing with the Stars, we ended up pretty much living together oh. because it was this was thick in the pandemic. This is 2020. Okay. I mean, so everything was still locked down. And so I had gone to visit her and she was in this apartment in the sky. We called it the sky cage. <laughs> and once you went in, you weren't coming out. They had ABC had such strict rules <laughs> with yeah. Like you had to stay there. And if you left, I could come back, but I'd have to quarantine for two weeks before coming back and get tested. And back then, like testing was yeah. very expensive. Yeah. And so the couple times I did leave, um, I ended up having to pay hundreds of dollars in testing fees and stuff. So I just decided we were hanging out in this little apartment with Jason and her two big mountain dogs. And so uh, I just stayed. And I stayed for the whole time. And she's <laughs> like, well, I don't know how long I'm going to make it on this show. Right. So it could be a month or... And then being a few months and she took home the mirror ball. But uh, through that process of staying in 750 square foot apartment with three grown adults and two dogs. And yes, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. Jason and I fought a little bit, but it all, of course we were at each other a little, but it made us all so close. And so we celebrated that was during Halloween. And so that 2020 Halloween happened. And then the next year they weren't in the sky cage anymore. They were free. And so I still was like, oh, I loved Halloween with you guys. And they're like, you got to fly up again for Halloween. And then now this year, I was like, I'm coming back. So it's become our tradition. And so, yeah, I ended up playing the door of the Titanic scene (laughs) for Rose and Jack. And basically, yeah, I just I'm always in some sort of an inanimate object added in. And it works. It was amazing. And I really loved it. And I feel like since we, because we know, I think like both our podcast listenerships on like no Caitlin, a lot of, a lot of crossover there. And you know, um, she's, she's pink and purple. It's the aura I see around her. What's it like styling for Caitlin? Like what, cause you guys obviously have such a great rapport. What's it like? Yeah. What's it like styling for her? 
You know, I, I love styling her because the trust is definitely there. It's been built. And I came into Caitlin's life because she had been on a worst stress list mm, and was really nice. bummed. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it happens. But, you know, I, and I didn't even think the dress was that bad. She went to the CMA Awards, uh, the Country Music Awards, which is like the Oscars of country music. Oh, yeah. And so she had gone and, I mean... She just wore a dress that she had off the rack at the time she was with Sean Booth and they went to the carpet and I think it was like from Urban Outfitters or something. Okay. Cute, but like not necessarily the best for that type of award show. Um, and so a few of the different fashion blogs and websites just dragged her for it. Caitlin. <laughs> I know. And so she was like, I want to be best dressed. And so a mutual friend of ours introduced us and I started working with her. And that year, the next year, she ended up getting best dressed, which was awesome. Yeah, she got best dressed everywhere. I loved working with her. And we just hit it off right away and became instant friends. It was crazy because I met her and just instantly knew this is going to be someone that I'm going to spend a lot of time with in life. I really love her energy. There's something here. We both felt it right away. Like, What's going on here? I feel so comfortable and like I've known you my whole life. And so we hit it off. And so when it comes to styling her, she's down to try everything, uh, but she definitely has a wheelhouse of silhouettes and styles that is comfortable for her okay and so even though she's a pink and purple which i would assume with pink it's very girly like a paris hilton yeah and it's it's very like feminine silhouettes she is the furthest thing from that she's a 90s grunge little badass that loves leather and loves flannels and oversized silhouettes and mini skirts or something like i don't know yeah maybe it's a Canadian pink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pink. pink with like a little splash of black in there yeah. because she definitely loves to edge it up. And so, you know, she loves, you know, Nirvana and, and that's usually what we kind of reference like that nineties grunge period. And so sometimes I take her out of that and do some fun silhouettes. Like for the CMAs one year, I had this big dramatic full skirt that was literally like a princess skirt you know just very dramatic and very feminine silhouette um and then we did it with like a lacy crop top and the whole thing was done in black i remember that outfit i actually i have a vision in my head right now i remember that because it was like a real standout Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so funny because there was another, I won't say who the person was, but they were, it was a big country star on the carpet and everyone was flashing. And then Caitlin walks out in this dramatic big gown and everyone was like, holy shit. No matter who it was, it was just like such a striking outfit that everyone, all the cameras were like, oh my God. And then like started taking pictures of her because it was a standout moment. And so we did a really feminine silhouette and something that was, I guess, girly considered on that spectrum um but it was done in black and black lace with leather details and so it just felt very uh comfortable for her because it it like blended both worlds together and the product ended up being great best dress so yay see that's awesome (laughs) yeah okay um i guess okay so i asked so i have a facebook group for the podcast and we call ourselves yeah the mystic michaela spiritual family and i put on in anticipation well, now I got to rewind. When I went on your podcast, I was like, oh, this is so fascinating. Just because, like, getting off of your energy, I'm like, wow, like, this is this this person works with color. You know, like you say, you style for people's personalities. It's really, you know, auras, personalities, very interchangeable. Like, you really feel people's vibes and, and you ha- and you know, you help them feel more authentic and, and like, accentuate the parts of themselves that need uh, need that or whatever. And I got really into it. So I asked the group. 
I, I asked them on there, like, hey, you know, what's your aura color? What's your style or preference or whatever? And I got okay. two, we got like 500, oh, no, like almost five. We got a ton of comments. And wow. they cracked me up. And I would say if I, and I'll, I could read them, uh, like a, a couple really made me die yeah, of laughter. Please. I okay, love it. I should do some. Because I was wondering if you could help us. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like styling based on your aura color? Ooh, yeah. Like kind of just, that. you know, what, what should this person do? You know? All right. So this person is, she's saying, so she's purple and, and turquoise. And she says all she can wear is black, black, black. This is. Steena. Funeral chic. Steena. Yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, she's trying to say she's stuck in the black. I think that was a lot of us too. Why? What do you give us a first step if we're too. And I think a lot of us don't want to be seen or something. You know, do you deal with that a lot? Like with some of your clients, like I don't want to stand out or I don't want to wear color because then people are going to notice me. How do you yeah, help people? That's like part that? of it. Also, I mean, just I like to wear a lot of black too. I have some color in my closet, but it's pretty much looking like a funeral these days yeah. because black is slimming as hell. I love you black. You look great in black. You know, for a lot of people, if you're feeling bloated or shitty or just like, ugh, like I'm not about to wear red. Like I put on a red sweater and I felt like the fucking Kool Aid man. And I was like, this is not the moment for me. I need a black cardigan. I need to feel safe and secure. And so part of it's that I think for people. No, and also true. black is flattering. And also, yeah, not wanting to be seen. Like if you are going to an event or just going out somewhere, it's like just it's a staple. And so I get that because same, I understand it. And there's nothing wrong with wearing black, but. If you do want to change it up a little bit and spice up your wardrobe and you feel like you're in a style rut, like the person that's just like throwing on the leggings every day with (laughs) an oversized shirt. Oh, that's everybody too. That was all the comments too. Yeah, especially after the pandemic. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm so glad though, like after the pandemic, you know, people are coming out of it and I mean, it's still sort of happening. I don't know. Yeah. Our group, we're not. Like it's a real problem (laughs) around the Mystic Michaela spiritual family page. That's why we're like, help, like give us one thing we could do to make us not look like we're both sleeping and going grocery shopping at the same time. (laughs) I do love that comfort is at the forefront, even with me with styling. Like if you don't want to wear those heels that are going to make your feet feel like they're going to fall off, that's okay. You don't have to wear heels all the time and maybe do like a chunky platform if you do want a heel so you actually could move and not feel like you're dying at the end of the night, you know? And so I think if you want to venture out of always wearing black, which I get, uh, I think mixing in some neutrals and there's some unique neutrals that you could work into your wardrobe that are, I guess, out of the box. Like, I treat leopard print as a neutral in my life. Okay. Leopard print is great. And so if you have a cool sweater in leopard or a pair of leopard heels or shoes or sneakers or bringing in some prints, but leopard is definitely, to me, it's the equivalent of using just, like, brown. It just has cool print on it. But I use, you could pretty much put leopard with any color and it looks automatically polished and chic. Throw a leopard skirt with red, blue, green, like, any color, really. And it looks awesome. Keep it in the warm colors because... Depending on the print of leopard that you're getting, but it's usually like a, a warmer brown. Yeah. So keep it warm tones, but mixing in a cool leopard print's great. Also, if you don't want to go and buy wardrobe pieces, but you wear a lot of black, yeah. Incorporating cool accessories, all black with like a neon green bag or like a really cool, like you can get this stuff like super affordable, at like Zara, like those fast fashion type places. Yeah. And just throwing on an accessory or like a big colorful earring, but you're wearing an all black outfit. Oh, it looks so chic and super intentional. Okay. And so even though your your wardrobe could be a bit on the funeral side, yes. dark, hello, darkness, my old friends, that's okay. <laughs> 
because you can incorporate some fun or like bring in like chunky gold jewelry or a splash of red or turquoise or something like a belt, you know, or a cool little like hair headband. Like I have some clients that like that's their thing. They want to keep it pretty much black and neutral. Um, but then I'll mix in like some grays and some browns and stuff like that keeping it still neutral with a little splash of color or pattern somewhere without having to change their whole wardrobe. And then that's like baby steps to having a little fun with fashion. I feel like we can do that. Those are amazing tips. I feel inspired. I wish I had talked to you before (laughs) I went to a bat mitzvah this weekend because I only wear black and I'm like (laughs) going to this bat mitzvah and I'm like, I can't wear black. It's like a daytime bat mitzvah. And so it's supposed to be, you're supposed to look cheerful and happy or something. And I, And now I got photos back and I'm like, oh no, 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 (laughs) (laughs) should have done the black. Okay. Okay. So Jocelyn, this cracked me up. She's, she's pink and yellow. She says that she's a sucker for a trend, but sometimes she wears them too soon. And then she'll stand out in a way that isn't the way she'd like to. Like the one time in middle school when (laughs) she wore pinstripe pants and kitten heels and everybody thought she was a student teacher so what do you do which i thought was so funny <laughs> oh i love her she's great oh my god i love that she's like one and a half like of course yellow oh it just dropped um yellow pink she wants to have some fun with fashion like good for her love so it. what do you do when somebody like yeah like you like a trend but is is there too soon for a trend is that a problem i don't know you know what? Here's the thing. I know there's like trends that come in and out and some things are like, and sometimes I feel like people are trying to make trends go out. Like there was this whole TikTok movement of like skinny jeans are out. Yeah. They're dated. And I'm like, no, they're not. Skinny jeans are cute. Thank and you. some people feel very comfortable in them. And so they're not out. Like if we're going to like shit on any sort of trend, let's, let's shit on low rise jeans coming Thank back. You. Because there's about 2% of the population or, or less than that, that those actually look good on like past the age of like 17 it's like a rough silhouette to pull off and so yeah yeah, I when it comes to fashion honestly I I really look at it as like fashion is freedom clothes are freedom and expressing yourself and so if there's a trend or something that you want to wear and it might not be hot right now or what's popular doesn't matter rock it anyway who cares I feel like just have some fun with it anyway and it's crazy because I promise you this like I would put my life on it. It will come back. It always does. So if low rise jeans and Von Dutch hats with juicy little sweatsuits <laughs> can make a comeback, there's hope for any trend. And so oh don't God. worry. It will not, you, you won't be out of it. Like if anything, you'll be you're probably five years ahead, you know, because <laughs> it's going to come back. It's all cyclical. That's okay. Thank you. That's good advice. So just do you, I, yeah. that, it's bringing me back. I used to work at, um, macy's in the juniors department when i was like 22 and that's right when everything you're saying like the it, they were getting so low it was like inappropriate and then the, yeah the, at the pubic bone <laughs> yes. and like you wore the thong and then and then like yeah everything you're saying like the juicy couture and all that and um when i saw it coming back i was like getting sweaty i'm like i can't do that again <laughs> ptsd <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't try it. Cause I think when you're that age, you're like, okay, I got to make this work. I got to make this work. And it's like, I am not going to make that work ever. No. Um, Mary, last one, Mary, who's indigo and purple says that she's terrified in all caps of being overdressed. I don't know what that means, but (laughs) you know what? This is actually something that I run into a lot with clients that they don't want to be too overdressed. 
I actually always err on the side of overdressed because the worst feeling is to be underdressed for something. I think you cannot go wrong if you're a bit overdressed for an event or a dinner or something like that, rather than, because you can always say, like, I had one client and I dressed her for something and she's like, wow, that was super casual. Uh, I'm super overdressed. And she goes, but I ended up just telling everyone I'm making a pit stop. I have something to go to after this. And so it was fine. And so she felt great and everyone complimented. She looked awesome in her outfit. But I think that erring on the side of overdress is actually, that's the side of caution. And I think that's way better than being underdressed for anything. Uh, So yeah, I don't really think that's that big of a problem if you are overdressed. But I mean, you take every situation, you know, and it's all with a grain of salt, you know, just really depends on where you're going. But if you have like that staple dress that you love, or it's like very comfortable for you, you know, or, or whatever piece, the, the killer pair of jeans that you know your butt feels good in and you feel confident in and a blazer, like you really can't go wrong with that. There's certain staples you could have in your wardrobe that can translate to any event, any type of situation. And for me, that's like a great little black dress, a killer trench coat. You should always have that in your wardrobe. An awesome blazer that fits you. It's been tailored. It looks nice on you. You could always throw that blazer on with a t-shirt, a camisole, hell, just a bra if you want to be a little bit edgy. You could always have that killer blazer and then a staple pair of jeans that just hug you in the right places and finding that dream pair of jeans that like hugs you and makes you feel good. um, It's tough to find sometimes. And so once you have those, those are your staples. So if you're really wondering, like, what the hell do I wear? Go with the basics and you probably won't. I, you won't be wrong if you go with one of those because, yeah, they can translate to super dressy or super casual pretty easily. Thank you so much. Honestly, this is the pep talk we needed. So I really appreciate yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I really appreciate this. Yeah, I mean, we're here like changing I, lives. Yeah, I one appreciate that. blazer at a time. <laughs> you know, because I started getting really interested after your podcast. I'm like, yeah, you know, I guess our style, if we start to use, and I have, I'm very, I'm on the side of like leggings too. So like, I'm, I'm like most of the people that were commenting. Um, but after your podcast, I'm like, I think you just inspired me, like your energy. And I thought, wow, you know, how important is it? you know, that we can use our style as some sort of support system to our vibe. You know, it, like it, yeah. it speaks before we do. It speaks without words. Like how, how could we use it better? And maybe we can all work on that just a little bit, um, you know, in the new year. So, yeah. so I guess, and, but you must do this all the time. So one of my questions for you was, cause I was getting like real deep thinking about this before you came on. Oh mm. I, yeah. Yeah. How, how do you, cause yes. How do you help people? Cause I feel like you do this impact their lives through kind of setting up their style. I mean, you work with really people who have like a brand and an image and people who kind of, and I know you work with regular people too, but like, especially with all the artists and celebrities that you work with, how do you help them reflect who they are in their style? Yeah. Well, I mean, the most important thing is finding a space, you know, or a silhouette, a color. I, I like to put a whole color palette together where they feel super comfortable. Like, okay. And even if they're a bit uncomfortable, that's okay. Cause we all need to be pushed sometimes, you know, to try new things. Yes. That's uh, true. But finding something that they feel comfortable in is the best part of it. And then also it's a transformation process, which I kind of touched on earlier, but yeah. it's a very transformative thing to see someone come in and leggings, their hair in a top knot feeling like not cute right now, which I think that's still super cute, but to each their own. Um, but then getting to see them transform and just feel really beautiful or handsome and just feel confident is the most important thing. And so 
yeah, there's there's different ways of doing that. But I I think that fashion, especially with my clients, these people coming in to see me, uh, depending on what their mood is, I use clothes in my own personal life too, which I, I talked about on the show, my show with you. Yes. Um, but I use fashion to literally change my mood. If I'm in a deep funk and I'm feeling depressed, you're probably going to see me in some bright colors because I'm trying to pull myself out of the darkness. And so sometimes I use, I'm like, okay, I got some bright colors right now. I feel like this is, you know, making me feel a bit happier because it's hard to feel like shit and sad if you're wearing a really happy color. Mm -hmm. It's hard. And people see you, like I I bought this shirt for this uh, podcast and I had run to CVS to pick up uh, a couple things. And the lady at checkout was like, oh my God, your shirt. I love it. Just puts a smile on my face. And I was like, like I wanted to like record it. Like, That's exactly <laughs> Can you say that again? <laughs> what it did for me too. Not that I'm depressed right now, but like I'm glad that you it could put a smile on someone's face or I'll wear like fun funky colored socks or whatever. And so something like that will kind of pull you out of a bit of a weird mood or or feeling like you're in a funk or or if I I mean business and I, like I'm going to put on a structured blazer. I'm mm-hmm. like I'm in business, get shit done mode today. Right. And so I'm going to throw even if I'm not seeing anyone, I dress for me. I don't dress <laughs> right. for other people. That's the most important thing. Dress for you. Do not dress for other people, which I know we all kind of do dress for other people. Come on. Who are yeah. we kidding? Like it's if true. we're dressing up, it's because we want people to see us and think we look cute, but really that's fine. But also it's really important first and foremost to really dress for you. Yeah. And how do you feel? Are you making yourself smile? Like, do you feel good in that outfit? So that's kind of how I navigate each and every fitting uh, is, is going into it. It's so much more than just clothes. It's so much more than just having a best dress red carpet moment. It's much deeper than that. And I'm learning that, you know, and I'm learning that. I think there is this kind of what you're just saying, like, it's not all the way that you're talking about it. It's far from superficial. Like it's extremely att- and and the journey you can take like you're saying when, Hey, am I dressing for me? Or does this make me happy? Or is this something that I'm comfortable in? Like, those are questions that get you closer to your own thought processes and your own moods or where you're at today or whatever. So I think that that's, it can just be a really cool tool to use. Yeah. And, and also like you're saying, like dress, dressing a certain way can elicit different responses from people. So maybe you want different responses from people for whatever purpose or whatever context you're going into. So I think that that's really, it's just a good thing to keep in the back of the mind. And we're um, all so visual human yeah. beings. We're all, we, we're so visual with everything. And so just like, giving people something fun to look at, I think <laughs> is true. why not? And so even if like people don't like it, I have sometimes people don't like certain outfits. It's okay. Cause we all have, we all have uh, opinions. Everybody's got an opinion. Yes, they do. And so you're not going to win them all over, but that's fine. I'm winning me over. And that's all that matters right now. And at least you <laughs> tried, you know? you know, like at least yeah. you, you did something. And I think that that's always exactly. worth something in the world Mm -hmm. doing something. Um, Absolutely. Okay. You told me on your podcast that like you'll walk into people's closets and do this. I forget what you said, but you'll like go into someone's closet audit. Yes. (laughs) And I was like, that's like walking into someone's brain. Like, what's that like? It is. I know. I love a good closet audit just because if you let me loose in a closet, I don't care the size of it. It could be a tiny little closet or a big old walk-in one. I've been in all of them. Right. I've been in the closet too at one right. point in my life. <laughs> and so closets. I'm very comfortable in that space. And so it's a very weird full circle moment for me to go back into the closet, but this time I'm getting paid for it. Yeah, that's that's good. good. Yeah. And so this is a fun type of going back in the closet. And so with that uh, going in, it's a bit daunting because sometimes, you know, 
these are unorganized. Mm-hmm. There's so many different things happening in there. Sure. And it's so personal for people too. <laughs> and so with going into these closets, my whole objective is to make this a space where not only are you comfortable, but creativity can flow freely and it's easy breezy. And so when you go into the closet, I like to color code things and make it just easy for your life. Because if you have kids and you're busy and a career and job and just other shit happening in your life, going to the closet, you know, to pick an outfit out and, and putting yourself together, you want to make it as time efficient and easy breezy as possible. And so that's where I come from that headspace. And so going into someone's closet, it actually, for me, is so much fun. And my favorite thing to do is a lot of the times I have clients that are like finally hiring me to go into the depths of their brain in their closet. But how your closet looks or even how your home or your car, like if if there's a lot of shit happening in your home, there's clutter or it's just overwhelming when you go into someone's closet, that's a good indicator of where they're at mentally right now. (laughs) We're all, everyone right now, including me, is like, oh yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah. Well, myself too. I mean, sometimes my space is like just I have boxes and shit everywhere. And I'm like, wow, I'm kind of all over the place mentally right now too. And so sometimes just putting things away or making sure things have a proper place or just kind of editing it out a little bit, clearing up some room. It's so funny because I know there's some people out there and I totally get this. It's really hard to throw things away or to get rid of it. You know, you don't have to throw it away. You can donate it or whatever. That's tough for people sometimes because there's a lot of emotion attached to certain pieces and, And there's a lot of history, you know, I remember when I bought that jacket or I wore that, you know, this is a special dress that I wore for this wedding or whatever. And so there's two things I like to do. One, I look at it psychologically, like getting rid of something. Every time you get rid of a little something physically clears up a little something mentally for Mm -hmm. you. And so if you kind of give yourself a win in that way, okay, I'm cleaning up more space for me. I'm allowing myself to have more headspace that's free. That, then other things, abundance will be welcomed into your life with that process of thought. The other thing is we don't necessarily have to get rid of it, but let's breathe some new life into it because it's collecting dust up here in a dry cleaner bag since 2002. We're going on, you know, over a decade, boo. Let's breathe some new life into it. And so, for example, I had one client and she had this really cool jacket. She's worn it a ton and she's like, I have so many photos of me in this. It became like my number one jacket and I spent a lot of money on it. It was like my first like fancy jacket that I bought for myself. Um, It was like kind of like an oversized uh, coat, blazer coat style. And so she's like, I don't want to get rid of it. I said, we don't have to get rid of it. She's, but I'm also never going to really wear it because it's like had its moment and a lot of them. And so I'm just going to let it sit here. I said, well, why don't we breathe some new life into it and uh, and rework it into something that you actually would want to wear? I cut the sleeves off of it, turned it into a cool like coat vest belted it changed the buttons on it it became her stable piece all over again and it looked really chic and she's like oh my god this is like my number one thing to wear but we just kind of took something and reworked it with a seamstress which wasn't expensive it was like 80 bucks to have it altered um and ended up looking really cool so sometimes you could rework things uh and and breathe new life into them so you don't have to necessarily get rid of it you know i love that and i like when you're talking about that, it reminds me of Blue Aura people because Blue Auras have a hard time throwing stuff out because they like it, it beca- it's almost like things are personified a lot of times. Yeah, the Blue yeah, Auras like it's super becomes, sentimental. Yeah, it becomes like an extension of them and an extension of somebody they love, and it has feelings and a personality now. Now it's like oh, like I can't get rid of it. But I love like you talking about investing that kind of time 
to let's let if we love it so much, why don't we show it love? You know, if we love it so much, why don't we honor it and and put put I don't know energy towards um, reworking it, like you said, which is so such a metaphor for ourselves. You know, uh, just yeah, because we're done totally. with something in our life doesn't mean we can't honor it or or rework it or you know, like for example. I went to school for a million trillion years to be a Spanish teacher. You know what I mean? And now I do this, but like there's way, there's still ways that I honor all that time. Like it's not wasted. You know, there's other things I can do with it. And there's other things that I, I enjoy doing with that education I had and that knowledge base and all oh, that. Oh yeah. It definitely so, doesn't go yeah. to waste. It right. will never. Yeah. But some of us, I think we're like, Oh, I can't do that anymore. I put it away. So I love, I love that message. Um, yeah. Lo, I just adore you. I want you to live in my closet. <laughs> I'm there. Yes, I'm going. Okay. Wait, what? I forgot. What city are you in? I'm in Where? Boynton Beach, Florida. I'm on my way. Yeah, I mean, it's a little weird here, but you can come. <laughs> <It's a> little... <laughs> I've never been. Oh. I've never been. No, yeah. I've I've been to Miami and oh, yeah. uh, Coral Gables. Or is that is that what the town's called? Yeah, yeah, you're like. There's no reason to come to Boynton Beach. It's like just kind of like a suburb, you know. But like, oh, nice. Miami's okay. fine. Like that's okay. it's not too far yeah. away. It's not too far away. But um, where can we find you? Tell us, you know, especially your podcast and every. And, oh everywhere. my gosh, yes, yeah. If you have any fashion questions, uh, or you want to hear some fun fashion episodes, and we talk about everything on my podcast, you but do. it's called the Low Life Podcast. It's L O no W. Uh, just L-O Life Podcast. And you could find me on Instagram, uh, TikTok, Twitter, uh, at Style LVR. It's S-T-Y-L-E-L-V-R, which is an acronym for my name because my name is Lo, short for Lorenzo uh, Von Rumpf. So that's my last name. So Style LVR. And you could find me, yeah, everywhere on social media. And so if you have any questions, slide into the DMs. And I try to respond to most people in a pretty good amount of time. Um yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to be better about that. And so if you have anything you want to ask, slide into the DMs and I'll get back to you. Oh, so sweet, Lo. Thank you so much for being here. We so appreciate you. Oh, I love being here. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime you want to talk fashion. You know what I was thinking, too, could be fun. Yeah. Is every color, and we'll break down outfits, like suggestions for every aura color, just throwing it out there for like another episode. No, everybody's just, just like, right you. now they're like, yes, please. I would, I would love to do that. Because I do have some ideas and oh, I've already do? been kind of brain draining. I'm like, okay, if you're an indigo, this is the route that you probably should take to feel comfortable or this style or that style. So it's like style tips and trends that will be best best for you based on your aura color. All right. We're going to have to do a part two. Thank you so much, yeah. Lo. <laughs> of and, course. Yeah. And thank you, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. You know, this podcast is for you and about you. And I'm so glad you spent some time with us today. 